We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. All right, we're going to shift gears now, move to a different topic as we talked uh, with the congressman about Nancy Pelosi and her 1,800-page stimulus plan that I believe is DOA uh, coming to Capitol Hill and uh, talking about uh, the, the Communist Chinese Party and uh, their reach into academia, and now it's uh, reached into academia here at uh, in, in Arkansas to U of A, uh, with this guy that they've arrested who has taken money from the Chinese government. And you say, well, Dave, it's all about money. No, it, it's all about infiltration, and that's what's going on right now. And it's the Chinese government infiltrating into uh, everything they can infiltrate into, business, education, and everything, so that they can steal information uh, that allows them to keep, uh, you know, ahead of everybody in, you know, the field of, uh, let's say, just Internet, electronics and things of that nature. And I'm telling you, one of the things that needs to be looked at really, really hard, and I would hope that uh, people are listening, uh, is that UCA has one of these Confucius Institutes on board at the uh, University of Central Arkansas, and they have been proven to be nothing more than a arm for the uh, communist, uh, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, and they're using these to uh, recruit students and recruit teachers uh, to do the bidding of the CCP. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Right now, though, I want to move into something else that we talked about yesterday. You'll remember when Elizabeth was on. Uh, She and I talked about how COVID-19 was changing things. And one of the things that it is changing is the way uh, and being proven uh, of how much uh, learning by uh, being on your computer, by streaming your information is, and that uh, it's a good thing. And I think we're going to see a lot more of it, although I think some teachers unions are going to fight tooth and nail to keep it from really coming to fruition. Uh, bottom line is this. We've got a situation in Arkansas where uh, there's a lot of kids uh, in our state that do not have the uh, ability to reach out, hook up to a good Internet signal, and to learn this way. And for kids out in the Delta and places like that where we talk about problems with education, this is one way out of that. But broadband stands in their way. And uh, last year during the general session, uh, State Representative Stephen Meeks, and before even that, uh, several general sessions before that, he has been fighting hard to get uh, Arkansas up and running on broadband. And he joins us here for this half hour. And I wanted to let's start off with this question for you, Stephen. Where are we? Have, have we made some real uh, I know we made some movements forward for money and things of that nature in the last general session. Has that money come in and, and have we made the, the moves that we need to, to make so that the kids are going to be able to hook up to broadband? 
Uh, good morning, Dave. First off, and uh, yeah, uh, we, we have been making some progress. Um, the, one of the challenges with uh, broadband, though, is it can be improving across the state, but if you don't see it in your neighborhood, it becomes hard to recognize it. People wonder, is anything going on? Are they doing anything? So, so uh-huh. yes, we are making progress. Uh, the uh, progress is obviously it's being done by the provider, so the providers are leading the way on uh, most of the continued expansion. Uh, what we did in the session uh, last year was uh, a couple of things. First off, we uh, removed a regulation that prohibited cities from partnering with uh, providers in order to get uh, broadband into their communities. And then the other thing that uh, we did was the state's broadband manager was kind of another hat that the DIS uh, director was wearing. So among all the other duties she had, being a broadband manager was included in that. And as you can imagine, um, a agency director being pulled in all the directions she's going to be pulled in, broadband is not something she had a whole lot of time to focus on because she had to focus on her you know, responsibilities within her agencies. So one of the things we did is um, I passed a law that allowed the governor to assign somebody else to be the broadband manager. So um, we got that passed. The governor uh, did assign a new individual to be the state's broadband manager. Once that was accomplished, he did the uh, $25 million dollars. And uh, that is the first time since I've been a lawmaker that the state has proactively put money into this problem. And so, uh, uh, you know, a lot of kudos to the governor for uh, for taking this small step. Now, twenty five million dollars in the grand scheme of this problem is small potatoes, unfortunately, but it's a step in the right direction. Uh, the hope was is that we would be able to do a lot more coming up this next year. Obviously, the viruses has uh, uh, created some problems doing uh, doing that because it pretty much eliminated any state surplus that we had that we could have uh, put towards this. So uh, what we did during the fiscal session, and, and one of the complaints that I've had during this whole thing is there are hundreds of millions of dollars that the federal government has set aside for the broadband issue to try to get broadband out into the rural areas. And a lot of our larger corporations, um, AT&T, Comcast, Windstream, they obviously have the personnel and the the manpower, the know-how to go after a lot of these large-scale federal grants. Right. The challenge challenge is if you're a small to medium-sized Internet provider, um, you know, 40, 50 employees, that can be a big lift. Um, It requires hundreds of man-hours. It requires expertise. And so very few have actually gone through all the hoops, if you will, in order to try to bring those dollars to our state. Um, My committee had a meeting about two years ago where we had someone from the federal government come, uh, David Branscombe. He was one of our former colleagues. He now works um, for the the federal government. And um, they were practically begging us to come up with a way to try to bring these federal dollars to Arkansas to try to promote broadband expansion because that's what they were, obviously that's that's what the money was for and they were looking for revenues for that resource to go out into our communities. And my hope was that the broadband manager would do it. That hasn't quite materialized the way we'd hoped. And so during the fiscal session, 
um, an effort that was actually led by Senator Missy Irvin, um, Brand Davis, Scott Flippo, myself, and others uh, created a uh, essentially it's a new program. Uh, but what this program does is it uses state uh, experts uh, over at UAMS who are familiar with going after federal grants. And it, and it may seem weird that it's UAMS, but um, they go after a lot of federal grants for telemedicine and telehealth, so they're familiar with uh, how to navigate the federal bureaucracy, if you will, uh, to allow them to partner with our small and medium-sized broadband businesses to help them and go alongside with them to help them be able to access a lot of these federal funds. And also, with a lot of the federal funds, there's a requirement for matching funds, and this allows the state to help with some of those matching funds. Um, you know, if you're a small provider and you're looking to access, you know, 20 to $30 million, and you've got to come up with two to $300,000 out of your own budget, that can be a huge stretch for a lot of these small companies. So this would allow the state to partner with them to help them with some of this uh, partnership money to bring those federal dollars in. So instead of us as a state, you know, putting $25 million and it has the buying power, if you will, of $25 million, uh, if we can find the funding, that's still what we're working on and, and uh Potentially, there's some of the CARES Act that we can use on this, but uh, the idea here is that if we put 10 or $20 million into a program like this, that that 10 or $20 million could then be used to leverage, you know, a couple hundred millions worth of federal funds uh, that would go to our mostly small and medium-sized providers to help us spread broadband across the state. Okay, so who is this person now that's been in charge of broadband in the state? Uh, so his name is uh, uh, Dr. Smith, so uh, different Dr. Smith than the Dr. Smith who's doing um, the, the health care with the governor. COVID-19, right, okay. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. He's, um, uh, he's over at Economic Development, and uh, he's, uh, he's actually an economist. Uh, and so he's been, uh, uh, and it's actually it's a part-time position. He he actually has other duties besides being the broadband manager. Um, but uh, primarily, what he's been focusing on is the governor's rural uh, expansion broadband program that the governor announced last year with the 25 million. So they've been trying to get the the uh, the, the rules, if you will, regulations in place on how that program's going to work. Uh, those have pretty much. Uh, been solidified, and now they're at the point where they're starting to solicit proposals and uh, to start working through those proposals to, uh, to try to get that money out to the communities and to the providers. So let me ask this of you, Stephen, and then we'll take a break. I mean, if you had to develop a timeline, uh, it sounds like we're still right around point A, uh, maybe even point B, but we're still playing catch-up really, really hard. I mean, I, I, I read a study uh, a couple of weeks ago that said that uh, Arkansas uh, lags way behind in broadband. How long is it going to take for us to, to become a player in this? I mean, our kids are the ones that are suffering before, because of this. Sure, sure. I, I, you know, kind of like you mentioned before, I think if, uh, you know, as we get past the, uh, the pandemic here, one of the things we're going to look at and one of the changes that we're going to recognize that the pandemic brought about is how much more we're using technology than we did before and how it kind of 
how it kind of pushed us in that direction more so than right. we might normally have, have gone. Um, and so to, to answer your question, uh, my hope is, is that it would be sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, you know, most uh, national studies you know, put Arkansas, uh, unfortunately, in, in the bottom 10 states. And I think, the, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I think one of the keys to helping us to to catch up and to start uh, getting this out to our rural areas better than we have done. And, and we are seeing some progress. Uh, but I think gra- uh, grabbing these federal funds is going to be a uh, – uh, a key portion to, to, to doing that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, up here in my area, up in uh, north central Faulkner County, Windstream, for example, has been putting uh, wireless towers to add fixed point wireless, uh, and uh, it's going to bring broadband to a lot of areas of uh, parts of Faulkner and parts of White counties that have not seen it before. And those towers are going up, and they and they actually have already started providing some of that service. So. Um, we are starting to see some progress, um, but I know if, if you're in an area where you don't see these towers going up and you don't see fiber being laid, you, you start asking the question, is anything being done? Um, and, I, and I don't know where we're at on your break, but um, there's another technology coming. that. Okay, um, let me ask you to hold on. That. Yeah, let's talk about this other technology you want to tell us about after we come back from a break, if that's all right. Sounds good. All right. Our, our guest is uh, State Representative Stephen Meeks. Haven't had him on in a while, and uh, we, we're catching up on a lot of information here about broadband. And uh, when we come back, I'll ask him uh, if there's been any kind of research done into Arkansans understanding how important broadband is. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Know that 96% of Americans, according to Forbes, that's 96%, claim their Social Security benefits at the wrong time. And that mistake can cost you an average of $111,000. Learn how you could avoid this with a free Social Security analysis. That's from David Lucas Financial right here in North Little Rock. If you've saved more than $250,000 and have not filed for Social Security, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free analysis and uh, now get that analysis at 501-222-3315. The free analysis can be done over the phone or video conferencing. Call 501-222-3315. One more time, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. We're back with more with State Representative Stephen Meeks about broadband when we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. But first, traffic and weather. Our uh, guest uh, for the next six minutes is uh, State Representative Stephen Meeks. We're talking about broadband because broadband is absolutely necessary if we're to move and stay in the 21st century as far as I'm concerned. Business, it's important, but it's really important, I think, as far as education goes. And with that, let's move back to talking to the state representative, Stephen Meeks. You said there was a, there was something else that you specifically wanted to talk about, uh, uh, Representative Meeks. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and actually, before I get to that, since you uh, mentioned education and, uh, you know, broadband is an area where Arkansas, we, you know, we usually get a bad rap. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, our, the listeners know that uh, when it comes to our schools, Arkansas is actually in the top ten. We were the sixth state in the nation to get high-speed broadband to all of our schools. So uh, we saw that victory, I guess it's been about two years ago now. Uh, of course, the challenge, like you said, if the kids can have great broadband at school, now we got to get it to them at their home. Uh, so this new technology that I mentioned is the uh, the Starlink system. And uh, what the Starlink is, it's a series of low-Earth orbiting satellites. Uh, instead of like the, the HughesNet, satellites that we have now that are out 25,000 miles uh, and what has to happen is the signal goes from your home out to the satellite back to a ground station and then it goes from the ground station back to the satellite back to your home so 100,000 miles each round trip and that creates lag times and, and creates uh, uh, bandwidth issues. These are low earth orbiting so they're only up about two to three hundred miles uh, so that gets rid of that uh, bandwidth or, or the, the latency issue the, the trade-off is, though, is instead of having one satellite, you now have to have hundreds. And um, the last time we sp uh, spoke, I think uh, they had just started launching these satellites. Uh, as of now, they actually have over 400 of them in orbit. Uh, I think they said they have to get to about 800 before they start offering a service to, uh, to folks in a, in a beta capacity. Um, they're hoping to reach that milestone by the end of this year. Uh, as of right now, SpaceX has more satellites in orbit than anybody else in history uh, because of this. Uh, but the hope is is that if all that goes well at the end of this year, then beginning uh, either first or middle of next year, that this service uh, will be available for the general public and uh, for the most rural of our uh, uh, folks, uh, this uh, may end up being the best solution because it will offer uh, high-speed capacity, and it doesn't require us to lay, you know, a very expensive fiber line to uh, out to everybody's home, especially in the in the more rural areas of our of our state. Uh, isn't so isn't, it, isn't that the this is the dream of Elon Musk? Is it not? That is correct. Yep. Yep. Um, like I said, he's, they've got 400 of these satellites up. They have done tests. Um, I read about one a couple of weeks ago uh, where the U.S. military, uh, I think it was the Air Force, uh, was doing broadband across uh, with some of the planes in flight, uh, and they were getting 600 megabit throughput through the satellite, wow. uh, even, even as limited as it was. So, yeah, um, you know, if you're, if you're in a you know, a C-130 or an AWACS or whatever plane it was, and you're getting 600 megabyte throughput, then, uh, you know, having a nice ground station, uh, you know, obviously that uh, trumps dial-up or, or most other services today. So um, this holds a lot of promise and uh, I think uh, can help us get out into the more, uh, you know, more rural areas of our state. Um if, if all that comes to fruition, obviously it's a new technology. It'll need to be proven. There's going to be hiccups along the way, um, but uh, but I think it's uh, I think it'll hold great promise for us. Uh, you know, as they get that up and get it uh, get it going, and the technology matures. State Representative Stephen Meeks, we're we're down to one minute. Uh, where are we? Do we have the support? I mean, I understand you understand this, and some other people understand this, but across the state. Uh, House and the State Senate, how well understood is this broadband for them? 
Um, as far as the uh, support among the General Assembly, it has uh, strong support and uh, strong support from both sides of the aisle. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. Everybody uh, sees the uh, the need and the importance of uh, a good Internet uh, you know, capability for our citizens. And so... Um, not, not really been an issue um, getting anything passed or through the General Assembly. The, the challenge has just been, you know, what programs are we going to offer and um, how are we going to try to promote this in the best way possible. Okay, um, I, got, I got to jump in. We're out of time. Let's do this again next week. I'll be in touch. We'll get you back on next week, all right? Sounds good, Dave. You and uh, right. everybody have a great day. Thank you. Stephen uh, Meeks, state representative in broadband. It's an important topic. We got Joe and Duck coming up next right here.